Good day. Welcome back to another episode of, well, I want to say the Cozy Cove because that was the name that I have been using forever, but I'm changing the name to K1 and K2 Productions. I'm K1, K2, she's upstairs sleeping. She'll wake up probably in another half an hour or so. That gives me time to just get caught up, get my thoughts out, because I have been through it, but I'm not the only one, you know, given the state of affairs of just, just like, life, <laughs> this country, you know, everyone's going through something, and I just, I kind of want to tell a story, and tell a story of a friend of mine And I would like to ask you, what would you do? But keep in mind, I'm only asking for a friend. But first, before I go there, let me start with um, my own own little reflection. You know, we arrived in January from China into the United States, fully vulnerable, because that wasn't the plan to leave the country, you know, in a frenzy the way that we did. And I was so grateful to arrive here. We landed in Florida. My husband, we are newlyweds. Um, So we were with him. And even though I had family up north, you know, I was like, I'm going to stay here with my new husband and um and it was all well and good but we left florida about a month ago and we arrived into philly now philly's my this is my home city i wouldn't say i have a whole lot of love for philly but you know there is love because this is where i grew up for the most part and went to school but philly philly eh. It's never been a place that I really wanted to reside for an extended period of time. But you know what? Such is life. Nevertheless, we arrived and uh, it was a dusty arrival. (laughs) So much dust has settled. And I'm so happy for that because our environment right now is just right. But, um, you know, the C-19 and lockdown and just everything has brought has brought out so many weaknesses in people and you know in the economy obviously the economy and the country just was not prepared for this kind of a crisis um you know the united states or the divided states i watched some videos and they're talking about the united snakes of america and I'm just met with mixed emotions, to be honest, because I was in China and I love it in China. But, you know, my access to certain resources, it was limited. So upon, you know, my arrival here, I'm like, oh, snap, the United States of excess, excess. Even now, as I look around this apartment, we have so much stuff that I just never would have had had we, you know, remained in China. Like, uh, just a wild assortment of foods. 
so many toys. K2, she has so many toys. I'm so happy for her, you know? It's good that she has all of these toys, but had we stayed in China, she just would have had you know, a few, a few select toys, and we would have spent way more time out in the streets, out and about, socializing with my girlfriends, my other melanated mamas in Shenzhen, and their children. Like, just that would have been our life. Toys, of course, included, but not this excess of just stuff. And partially it's because of the lockdown, you know? Gotta keep baby entertained. So, yeah, that's that's the state of things. But the stress, you know, you think, like, the... The stress, what it has brought on people, um, it's just disheartening, to be honest. But how some people have used that stress to go and guilt trip others, manipulate them, you know, when you're in your most vulnerable state, it's amazing how people can just like pounce on that and seek to control you in certain ways that would not have happened, perhaps, if it were not for this crisis. Or, or, you know, maybe it would have happened, but maybe at a later date. And so, you know, that just makes me think of my friend and her hubby, who is definitely a domestic terrorist. (laughs) I mean, that term at this point can be so broad you know you can place that term on these well i can't call them protesters because there are so many protesters out here that are actually protesting because they want change for a good cause and then there are some who are just seeking it as an opportunity to cause further division and anarchy in this country and i'm not going to go deep with that hope political realm right now because I want to stay focused on domestic terrorism in the home in the family and I kind of want to just outline what my friend went through and see what would you do in this situation so Ultimately, I just feel I feel bad for her because she wanted to believe that marrying her good friend of so long, you know, was a good move. But um, after living with him, she just learned that he came with a lot, a lot of emotional baggage, emotional abuse. And ultimately, for a grown man... He just had difficulty managing his emotions. I mean, something truly heartbreaking. But, I mean, let me give you a little bit of background knowledge about this woman. You know, she, like me, had a little baby. And um, the child was not the child, the biological child of the man that she married. But he was obviously aware of this. And 
was so in love with her. He, they had been friends for two decades, met when they were, you know, preteens or something like that. And he'd always wanted to be part of her life. They'd been best friends for ages, kept in touch with each other throughout those years, and of course confided in each other about their lives as best friends would do. So fast forward, time moves on and they find themselves at a crossroads again, like, hey, you know, maybe we can actually make something happen, the two of us. Let's let's do this, you know? Because marriage isn't something that uh you know should be taken lightly. But I feel that if I were to marry my best friend, you know, things have to work out, right? (laughs) Or so she thought. So she finds herself under the roof, under his roof, and um, with the baby. And he's so just adoring of the two of them mother and child showers them with gifts love and sure sometimes he uh, is upset with certain things that are going on if he doesn't get his way like uh, for example having too much attention given to the child instead of to him but I mean that's just that's just pretty typical right I mean, I think that's typical behavior. Baby is going to take a lot of attention from, you know, any any relationship, any friendship. So, um, such is life. They continue. They continue to do this marriage thing. And the topic arises, he wants a baby. Now, mind you. My friend had a young child. Baby was probably 10 months old. So she wasn't quite in a state where she wanted to just hop in and have another child. Plus, while she had been friends with this man for however long, two decades, they had only been friends. So it's a completely different dynamic marriage, especially marrying into the life of another where there's a child involved. I told her, hmm, I think you should maybe see how he responds over time to your child and then consider, you know, having a baby. Luckily for this woman, my friend, she was on birth control, so um, <laughs> she she was pretty much secure from making a child. He didn't like that, though. Her husband did not like that. He felt out of control. He wanted all of the control. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to give him full control. Of course, you can remove birth control but um, not all types of birth control 
some are pretty sturdy and require some invasive procedures. And I believe that's the kind that she had, perhaps the IUD or something. I don't know. But anyways, enter coronavirus. Enter lockdown. Enter day in and day out with the family. And just like the country was experiencing all kinds of just um, heightened rates of uh, spousal abuse, you know, domestic violence just shot through the roof this spring. You know, same thing was happening with, with my friend. And it was all emotional. It's the way she made it sound, psychological. She even used the word Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome. And I'll be honest, I had to look that up because I've, I've heard of it, but I didn't really know what it involved. So when she tells me that, I said, that sounds really serious. And then I look up, look up the meaning and read a few articles. And I was like, wait, what? You feel like you've been kidnapped and you're in love with your captor? It took her some while, some some time to explain it to me. Like, no, it's just I feel trapped. You know that this man has been taking care of us, and that I feel like I owe him. I owe him. I just owe it to him to stick stick around, even though he bothers me about so many things. Like she would say that he talks openly about women in very condescending ways about his exes about girls that he considers fast oh these women out in these streets ugh they're such whores things like that he would say but worst he would say it in front of her child he would always ask her about her romantic past and whenever she wouldn't answer questions about her romantic past because it was the past, he would get upset. He wouldn't even want to be near her. Sleep in a completely different room. Things like that. And he also said something to the effect of um, him loving approval from other women. Even though his wife would definitely stroke his ego, which clearly was fragile. He's a very insecure man, my friend's husband. He, um, he liked when he got phone calls or text messages from women in his past. He liked that he could say, oh, well, I'm married now. Even though being married seemed to be something that rubbed him the wrong way because he wasn't getting all of what he wanted because he had married a woman who he had wanted for, for, for two decades. And then when he got her, she already had a child by a different fellow. And then on top of that, she wasn't willing to have a child right away with him. And he was feeling like he's doing everything to take care of that family. I mean, what would you do? (laughs) What would you do in this situation? It's, I didn't know what to tell her. 
in the beginning, I said, hey, just stick by his side. You know, maybe he's just going through something with this lockdown. Um, It's just making him feel uh, less than. I don't I don't know. I don't know. What do you what do you say? What do you say? But um ultimately things got worse. <laughs> things definitely got worse. He just kept beating at that horse like I want answers about your past. With the lockdown, she noticed a sense of complacency with him, just complete lack of urgency to get things done. Or, you know, perhaps he would start a task, but he wouldn't finish. You know, like planting. Like, he would plant things. <laughs> what are you planting? Uh, a tomato plant. I think, I think I'm going to grow an avocado plant. Oh, okay. But anyways, uh... Time goes on, she tells me this story, and this is what ultimately confused me. But then again, it only confused me at the beginning. Later on, I came to understand, oh, well, that's a male pride thing. This woman had a child, and we already know this. Child from a different father. Her biological father had been providing for her since she was born just money sending money they're not married they were never married but he would take care of his responsibilities now this wasn't something that was immediately disclosed to my friend's husband she just did not tell him that and when the topic came up one day he was very upset he was so upset with her he didn't like that in his eyes he's taking care of this child but there's another man involved and not cool what am what 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 am I supposed to do with that let this man be a part of my life because he's a part of the child's life I want him out is what he told my friend that's what he told my friend I hear K2 she's waking up tells my friend that and she says uh, I'm sorry so if, if I cut him out you do realize that this little child this little baby is going to grow up and hate both me and you for forcing her biological father out of her life you sure you want to go that route and when she told me this, I said, you need to, you need to, I'm sorry, but you need to cut him out. Talking about you need to cut your husband out. Now, maybe that wasn't my place. Probably wasn't my place. But for someone to actually think that it's okay to cut out a man who is being responsible about the fact that he made a child just cut him out because you don't want to have to deal with him in any way shape or form 
that's a problem. I, I don't know. I feel like that's a big problem. So, um, so yeah. So what would you do? What would you have done in that situation? You know? The woman, it isn't like she was completely dependent. She chose to put herself in a situation where she was going to just be with this man. And not just any man. This is her best friend of 20 years. Be with him. Cater to him. Be submissive to him. Love him. For better or worse. And sure, he was showing the worst. But it was too... It was, it was too bad. At least in my eyes. But um, the only reason I say that is because it was at the cost of, like, you know, her own mental health. And there was a small baby involved that had no place in all of that. So... I told her that she's going to have to just burst his little bubble. Burst it. Burst his little fantasy bubble because it's not going to pan out well for neither her nor her child. And that's exactly what she did. But I, I'm just curious. I'm curious about the long-term effects of their friendship, their marriage, because I know that she just walked she just walked in there. They're separated now, but, you know, can the friendship be salvaged? Will he look back and will he say, wow, I really messed that one up. <laughs> How can I chase somebody for 20 years and then beat them up about trivial nonsense? Ghosts of their past. Why? How can I ask for her to cut out her child's father when he's being a good father as I am I'm being a good stepfather I didn't want to be a stepfather never wanted to be a stepfather his words but but I'm here I've invested so much money I've invested so much money she should stay she should stay I don't know. I'm putting words in his mouth. Perhaps those are his thoughts. But should she have stayed? Okay, I need to go to K2 right now. Um, But anyways, just wanted to share that because, you know, there's a lot going on in this country. And there's definitely a lot going on inside the homes of this country as well. And I just wish everyone well. I'm going to shift gears here. Tend to my baby. My little K2. I'll keep my friend in in a good mental space. And yeah. I'm going to check in again later. I need to put all my energies into my child. Because she is releasing a book. Her book is to be coming out soon. I'm excited for that. So perhaps that'll be my topic of discussion next or travel in some way, shape, or form, or perhaps a combination of the both of them, because that is literally what the book is about, travel. So on that note, signing off, K1 and K2.